0: primary this is where the fun begins. Yeah!
1: What is up, all of you, Ugnaughts and Jawas out there? And welcome back to yet again another edition of Obi-Wan Kenobi After Show. This time we've got episode four, part four. DJ Foster is back with me. Of course, I'm Caleb Keller, but DJ Foster is here as well at Rebel Scum Texan. What's up, DJ?
0: Living the good life. That's how I'm, I'm rolling over here. Telling Caleb. Got me a strawberry kiwi capri sun, y'all. Couldn't get much better than that.
1: There you go. Yeah, you're you're living the life. I mean, hopefully I all of us have, as Star Wars fans feel like we've been living the life these oh, past yeah, few weeks yeah. by getting this Obi-Wan Kenobi story that we have for so long craved. Uh, and I can't wait to discuss episode four, part four with DJ and with you guys in the live chat if you are with us live make sure you say hello and also as we're going throughout this episode be sure to tell us what you think and what you thought of each of these moments as we run through the episode kind of linearly we're going to do it a little bit differently we're going to kind of focus on like different plot segments this time this go around but it's going to be a okay just make sure you're dropping thoughts in the chat so you can be featured on our show now real quickly before we get going i do want to Have some announcements, obviously fresh. Make sure you check out the discussion that we had with SE of Wikipedia from Tuesday, where the stream, the episode was focused on episode four predictions but I can guarantee you there's tons of fun Star Wars stuff in there we ask him kind of like the background behind Wikipedia we reflect on Obi-Wan Kenobi and yeah we do have episode four predictions but honestly a lot of them didn't come true but they are things that could still I think happen so there is still some good conversation in there if you did not see that make sure you go and check that out we had a ton of fun with that one and also make sure that you are looking out for june 30th that is after obi-wan kenobi has wrapped but we will be reflecting on the series with another awesome guest Palpamines, who has a great presence on twitter and youtube so make sure that you're here for that as well we got all good things coming And also make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are so, 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 so close to that 200 number. Uh, So, so help us get there make sure you hit that subscribe button. And what's up? Uh, Bling, bling, bling plays is back saying hello there. Hello there to you as well. And of course, RFB is back as well. DJ, anything you want to add to those announcements before we get going into some spoilers, spoiler discussions, spoilers are coming soon.
0: I'm very excited about Palpa memes being here. Whenever I first joined Twitter as Rebel Scum Texan, I very quickly found his account. I don't even know how. Mm. He was just there. And I was like, I like what this guy's putting out. So I gave him a follow. And it's been a lot of fun to watch his content over time. So if you're not following him, follow him to get to know him so that you already know him. By the time he is on our show in just a couple weeks, so absolutely. That's all I think I have to say on the announcements. I'm just kind of ready to, you know, let's get to get to get to the main event. You know what I mean? Let's get
1: to Kenobi. So we are going to get to run through the episode like we always do, but I just wanted to do it a little bit differently before we get that route. I just kind of wanted to pause, share our overall thoughts for it for a change here off the top, uh, just so you can kind of get a general consensus if you will of where me and DJ are at now I do personally feel like if I'm being completely honest first of all I enjoyed the episode I enjoyed the ride I enjoyed the story a lot of fun moments here's how I would describe this episode though and DJ I'd love to hear your thoughts on this yeah this is just the thought that's been in my mind the entire time ever since I've seen it I feel like this story this plot was a great star wars rebels episode like if it was a rebel story like this would be top tier rebels content now live action though i feel like there's some things in there that are slightly kind of bothering me and we'll definitely get to that um but great kind of star wars fun and story but i do have some i guess critiques or negative thoughts Criticisms that hopefully maybe DJ will talk me off the ledge with, but kind of that's how I that's how my general feel for this episode as a whole. Uh, great Star Wars kind of rebels type of story, a lot of fun with some flaws. What about you, DJ?
0: I, I'm kind of on a different spectrum, I think, because I found very few flaws in this episode. Okay, and I, I was talking to a guy last night, a friend of mine who's been watching the show, and he said. He asked me to. Oh, I've already watched it at the point I'd saw him. I was like, "Yeah, I've already seen it." And <clears throat> and he said, "What'd you think?" And I said, "This episode is it's a different genre," mm. and and for me it was. And I said, "It's still Star Wars. It's Star Wars through and through. And there's no doubt about that. But it was in a different feel and a different genre that it is not often seen in Star Wars. I feel like at least mm. in live action storytelling. So." And if it is in Star Wars live action storytelling, it's kind of intermittently in places. It's not like, you know, the same throughout this, this particular episode, I felt like was very linear in its genre, uh, of storytelling. So I, that's my biggest takeaway, I think. Interesting. Interesting. From this episode. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people make comparisons to other projects, kind of like you have. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard Rebels yet. Hmm. That's the first time I've seen. It just, seen it just kind
1: of reminded me of like those stories where Ezra and um, Kanan would sneak onto some form of imperial yeah. ship or location. they get separated somehow, and they would yeah. still end up trying to help each other. I mean, I definitely got those vibes the entire time. So th- those vibes that's are there. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm connecting to Rebels there, if you will.
0: No, I 100 percent get that, and in, in, in hearing you say that, it's great. I'm currently rewatching Rebels. Mm -hmm. moved into season three a few days ago and you know when agent callus is kind of doing his thing is he fulcrum is he not that whole stuff yeah i'm seeing these episodes come around and and watching that and comparing it to with this week's episode of Mm obi-wan it's not much different and i Mm -hmm. think you're right to say that it's very similar in in style
1: well, all right. I mean, that's kind of like the general overall thoughts that I definitely felt like I needed to get off my chest. I do wanted totally okay, to yeah. just let our listeners know I'm always, always, always mostly positive and, and try to be in that light. But just expect I do. Like I said, when we go, we're going through this frame by yeah. frame, there are some things that are bothering me. And I will kind of share those just so we can have that conversation. It sounds like me and DJ are going to have slightly differing opinions on this one, which. I think is going to make great content. So follow along DJ. Are you ready to go through the episode frame by frame or not frame by frame, but like key thing. After moment key by thing. moment. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> RFB puts down here in the chat. He doesn't know what I mean by that with my take on it being a different genre. Mm. I mainly, I mainly mean that to say, and I think it'll come out as we continue to go forward. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. It'll come mm. out. What I mean by that. And, I, and we'll go that that's way. That's a
1: great content creator tease right there. Yeah. Well done. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, okay, let's go ahead and jump into these things as, as Caleb said, moment by moment, uh, frame by frame, if you will, even though frame by frame, man, we'd be here a while. Yeah, we would be here a hot minute. <laughs> but, um, but here's the episode set up. Okay. We got the episode beginning with Tala and Ned B getting Obi Wan to Jabim and placed in a back to tank, which that's something that we did talk about this past week. Yeah. Where we get a really cool visual storytelling of Obi Wan and Darth Vader actually being healed simultaneously um for me just real quick i'm gonna add this and then we'll get into the rest of this it's really mm-hmm. neat to see that anakin is still not recovered
1: yeah 100%. like
0: that shows the severity of his of his um burning i guess you know and then you compare that to boba fett and then also compare that to obi-wan i guess even luke too if you want to look at empire it's nice to see that there's a difference in how back to works, I guess it just, it maybe it depends on the individual at a certain point.
1: Yeah. Um, something I loved about this scene, and this may just be my interpretation. I felt like, because both of them were kind of like moving around and yanking around at the same time and like tilting their heads back yes. and everything like that. And it kept showing flashes of their most recent, duel, the, yeah. the fight that we just saw last week on Mapuzo. I'd like to think that, honestly, both of them are in this back-to-tank legit at the same exact second, mm-hmm. uh, and it also experiencing the same exact kind of force flashback from the from yesterday or whatever at the same exact time. I really like that. I liked that visual storytelling that they made the decision there to do. I, I really love the execution mm. of that one. I could have I could have yeah. spent I could have spent more time on it if, if I'm being honest. Like I could have had some more moments in there, but I'm I'm happy with what we got there. That that made sense for the yeah. school.
0: I think that if they had spent more time in the back to tank, we would have gotten into the nitpickiness that we had in Book of Boba Fett with his back to tank. Mm his tanning bed back to tank. Yeah. And, and, and I think that they were, maybe there was more to this episode and they decided let's cut all this out because of what we got with Boba Fett. Mm. Let's not, let's not track back to that. Cause this was a shorter, this was a shorter episode. It was like 35 minutes, I think. And I, that's, I that's a very short amount of time, you know? Yeah. I will say that with, for the amount of time <laughs> we got on this episode, it, it did, it crammed a lot into 35 minutes. It did. I felt like, but if they would have spent more time in the back of the tank, there's goods and bads there, I Mm -hmm. think, but to your point, yeah, it would have been a lot of fun to watch more take place there. I think. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So what we got next is kind of Obi-Wan waking up and immediately kind of asks where Leia is. Love that parallel to Finn in the last Jedi. That's a good call. Love that. Um, And that's something great that these TV shows have been awesome at is making that comparison to, and, and the drawing parallels to other projects. Not just the sequel trilogy, not just Rebels, not just Fallen Order. You know, we're looking at a lot of things, and I, I love mm-hmm. that. Okay, so Leia's been taken to the Fortress Inquisitorious. Ship that one Dude, off for me.
1: Yeah, and that's what I wrote <laughs> down here on my end is like, great call, DJ. Like, you nailed it perfectly. Good job. <laughs> it made sense.
0: I'm glad I got it right. I don't think I got anything else right. <laughs> but I may have gotten one other thing right. I don't maybe remember. maybe. But, all right, so... Great to see him asking where Leia is. So she's at the fortress where Reva is in, interrogating her to try to discover where Obi-Wan is. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just trying to figure out where Obi-Wan is, but trying to figure out where she can go to get these other Jedi. That, yeah, the path. The the path. Smog, yeah, the smuggling of, of, of force users through the path. And mm-hmm. she's she's trying to just, okay, let's just get to this next thing. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that watching that process because it was it was Sithy, which I have no problem getting a little Sithy every now and then. It's a lot of fun. And then also another parallel to Kylo Ren and Ray in mm. TFA. And then you got the par- Princess Leia parallels to a new hope even in this scene. So there's a lot going on here in, in this scene specifically while Reva is is doing what she's doing and trying to get something out of Leia. In this though, Reva refers to Kenobi as Obi Wan, mm-hmm. and this kind of this was something that actually set a few people wondering. Off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen some upset people. I've seen some. Well, that's different, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some people not bad an eye at it, you know. It's just just there. So, Caleb, I know this is something that you kind of pointed out to me, kind of behind yeah. the scenes. You know mm-hmm. what, what do you do? You, what do you think on it?
1: I mean, initially, I I feel like that. Her naming Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan in that moment to Leia and Leia having that visual reaction of, oh, I know who that is. Admittedly, initially that bothered me, but I kind of got over it. I feel like, honestly, at this point, Leia is smart enough to to notice that, honestly, because in last week's episode on Mapuzo, Obi-Wan goes to the side and is talking to Tala and Tala's like, oh, you know, you're Obi-Wan Kenobi, basically. And he's like, oh, it's just been now. Leia probably overheard that.
0: Yeah, I so mean,
1: I, it's safe to say. I think it's small things like that that we probably as a fan base need to kind of just brush aside and move on from it because it's really not that big of a deal. But I will say for me personally, this is kind of, I guess, one of the negatives that I have of this Uh, of this episode just this episode i have loved the reva character from one through three episodes one through three yeah the the delivery here that's going on really threw me off now the one saving thing of that is my knowledge of rebels like she's she's acting exactly like an inquisitor would
0: absolutely she is
1: so she's doing a great job on that part but i think it's more so just and it's probably my own expectation Of, I'm just struggling to see why she is acting the way that she is. And I really want that story. And I know I shared this with you too off air that I feel like this would have been the perfect opportunity to do that. I still think we're going to end up getting that, but I feel like it would have served this whole interrogation moments better if we had gotten it this week. I just feel like one through four Riva's just been the same character over and over and over again. She's yelling, doing something, yelling, doing something, yelling, doing something, just the same thing. And I just wanted a little bit more. I still think that the Riva character is still interesting. We'll, we'll yeah. see what happens these next two uh, weeks with this show regarding her character, but her in t- interrogating this 10 year old in a non like interrogating a kid version, like you're not going to get anything out of Leia. Being aggressive that way, I don't know. Just something just felt off for me, but but maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me.
0: I don't think it's just you. I think a lot of people do feel that way, and it's it's totally understandable. And you can justify it easily with mm-hmm. with wanting to know more. Um, with that being said, today Star Wars Newsnet released an article. Uh, uh, with quotes from writer for Obi-Wan Kenobi, Joby Harrell, talking about the importance of keeping Reva's character a mystery. Yeah,
1: I saw that, yeah.
0: And did you read the article, I guess? Then? Yeah, I read yeah. some, yeah. So when you when you read through it, if you haven't read it, go go read it um, if you're listening or watching. It's it's very easy to find uh, on Star Wars News, its website, and then even then go to their Twitter page. It's like four things down right now. Mm-hmm. But even then, you look into it, and it, I appreciate that as a film nerd, in my own right, because I like not knowing what everything is at the moment. <clears throat> I like having a surprise. That's, that's an issue with like a lot of people have with comic book movies is you can always kind of predict the outcome. Mm-hmm. And with this, yes, you know where things are going because yeah. you've seen a new hope, you know, and you've seen rebels and, and play fallen order and all these other things, but you don't necessarily know what's going to happen with this character. Mm-hmm. And for star Wars fans, I think that we all have a problem with that where we're like, okay, that dude in the background in the cantina, he's this guy and he does this on the side. You know, we developed these backstories for people. Mm -hmm. So when we're given somebody who's genuinely fresh and new with real, no real connection to anything else. Yeah. I think as a fandom, we all are tendent. Our tendency is to go, who is that person? What do they do? You know, know, where are they from? Sure. Because of that, that actually I think is added to a lot of the, Anxiety that I definitely have wanting to know more about Reva. Yeah. But keeping that in mind has kept me grounded. So if I've kept myself grounded in that right, then that way I can I can maintain my expectations for Reva. And I've actually personally come to the point that if I don't hear anything else about this character post Obi-Wan for, I'll say, a year, mm-hmm. I won't take issue with it.
1: Because,
0: okay. because for me, this is a character who is serving the purpose for the story at present. Mm. Uh, at least to me, she has thus far. Maybe someone else disagrees that Caleb, you may disagree with that. But if they decide to throw her in a comic book next year, I'll pick it up. I'll read oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to want to know more about this character. It's reasons why I still don't understand why they use Luke Skywalker's blue lightsaber in the sequel trilogy. That <sighs> yeah. story has not been told well. It's mm-hmm. out there. There's a reason for it that, that we know somebody caught it <laughs> at the bottom of cloud city. Right. But how did it get to Moz is not been told. And that's an issue for me, you know, and, and as long as they don't do something like that I, and where we were here, that was, that was seven years ago. Mm-hmm. If we have to wait seven plus years to see how that story unfolds. I kind of take a problem with that as a fan. Yeah. Um, so little tiny soapbox, but I think I, I see where you're coming from on that.
1: Yeah, I, I think just, most people do. It, I just always kind of think of like the, the best villains are the relatable ones. Yes. Like how in the original trilogy, like you understood Darth Vader and yeah. kind of reasoned with him yeah. a little bit. Yeah. We haven't got there with, with Reva yet because we don't know what her motives are. And I'm, I think we'll get it. I, I think we're going to end up getting it. It just, in my opinion, I feel like it would have served the story really nicely had it been... This episode but it's okay it's all good uh I, like i said i think we're eventually going to get there i think that's that's why there was a disconnect for me slightly with reva this week
0: i get that and there's no problem with that but i, I really am kind of putting faith in the writers to reveal those things in this series before it's over mm-hmm. if it's not revealed before the series is over again i'm okay with it as long as we get it
1: yeah well you know, i think we're definitely yeah. based off of the very first
0: scene of this show i think we're getting it i just need to hit the patience button <laughs> <laughs> i think we all do honestly okay let's move into um our next thing but for, before we do that i'm gonna go to the chat because we've had a couple things in here appreciate rfb answering bling bling's question about where fallen order takes place yes some fallen order does take place five years after revenge of the sith and the next um Jedi video game sorry, with Cal Kestis will be 10 years, so it'll be right around the same time as Obi-Wan, which is exciting for us as fans, I think. Mm-hmm. Good good parallels, maybe, potential. But then John Hare says he wasn't a fan of the Obi-Wan name drop with Leia, but he also didn't really like it on Mapuzo, or Dagu for that matter. And he says he agrees with Caleb, and it's really not that big of a deal, which I like to think of it as eventually she's going to be let in on the quote-unquote Organa family secret. Sure, yeah. Because... She addresses Obi-Wan as General Kenobi Mm -hmm. in the message that Luke intercepts. So how would she know that he's a general? She's going to have to have been told by somebody. Also, why would she send out help? Well, a Jedi, you know, she's going to know all these things. So the code name and the real name are going to be interchangeable for her as she grows up. And And
1: maybe too, by the end of this show, maybe she is let in on the secret and she's told you can't refer to Him or you can't act like you know who he is in in the future, right? That would be kind of cool too. Like somehow connecting that in a way. I don't expect that, but you know
0: it's possible. And that's a that's if Bria Organa doesn't die in the series.
1: Yeah, we disagree (laughs) on that one for sure. All right, let's keep going in the episode. Yes, sir. Okay,
0: o'shea Jackson finally reveals himself to be a character named Roken. For everybody that thought he might be Quinlan Voss. Let us know in the comments if you're upset about that. Um, I'm a little bummed, but it's okay. Um, Not in the slightest. <laughs> I, could have, I could have seen it. It would have been fun. But anyway, he uh, offers to help Leia. Um, let me see. I've kind of gotten okay. Obi-Wan, and, oh, I've jumped ahead. I'm sorry. I, my eyeballs are messed up, y'all. I'm sorry. it been a long day. Okay. Revealed as Roken, seemingly the head of operations on Jabin. Okay. We learned that Roken's wife was Force-sensitive or potentially... Mm-hmm. a Jedi who survived order 66 and was found by the inquisitors. I would just go ahead and think, why wouldn't they just kill him too? But regardless, maybe they just let the guy suffer and that's it, but whatever. That um, does seem
1: like an inquisitory inquisitoring, inquisitoring
0: thing to do. Inquisitor inquisitorian. Yeah. Something <laughs> yeah. Like that. Hey, whatever. I'm not an English major. <laughs> then Obi-Wan and Tala convince Roken to help uh, since Leia is aware of Jameem and the path and Shared uh, disliking of the empire empire slash inquisitors i was very Mm. thrown off by that scene during my first watch because i was like you were just like (laughs) it was like but she knows where we are it's like okay fine we'll go get her like it was the most reluctant but like (laughs) it was reluctancy with a hint of bravery it was weird and it was just a little off yeah. You know, but that's <laughs> uh, you know, we we forgive stuff as fans sometimes and I'm going to forgive that one and just be like okay, not a bad deal. I do like his character.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. I thought
0: Roken was cool. What you 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 said you liked him, but what else about this, you know, is there anything you want to touch on?
1: Um I believe this is where Maya Irkskin's character comes into play, one of the pilots that that flies the the T47. Is that what those it are? It is
0: called? a T47. I yeah. call it a snow speeder, but yeah, right. right it's right, a right, T47. Right.
1: She's in there. Um, and then Wade was another character. Rip. Yeah, Rip. We'll get to that for sure. But yeah, I really like the Roken character. I like the small, subtle little background motive that, that they gave him. Uh, and the, the moments that they get as far as planning the, the mission, pretty cool. I, I like the, the imagery of the fortress that they had pulled up the, the data, the intel that they had to, to get this thing kicked off. Loved the scene. I, I loved the setup. I, w- I was on board fully at this point.
0: I think an important note about them having such little intel on the fortress mm-hmm. is that but in the five years that have passed between Fallen Order and Obi-Wan Kenobi, Cal Kestis has not shared his story of escaping. Mm. And, and, and the crew of the Mantis, they're just not talking about it. Right. You know, so interesting little thought that, that hasn't been shared around yet. It also could show the disorganization in the different rebellions that center around mm-hmm. the Empire. Because we don't really get that until Rebels. So, fun little note I noticed I just wanted mm-hmm. to share. Okay, now here we are at the middle of the episode. Uh, Tala and Obi-Wan attempt to sneak inside the fortress to save Leia. And also discover its secrets simultaneously in really neat operation that takes place, I I feel like, between Tala and Obi-Wan specifically during this. Well, I guess you could get Wade and – what's the other pilot's name?
1: I don't know her name. I just know the actress is uh, the the Maya Erskine character.
0: Maya, okay, so you got Maya (laughs) Erskine, you got Wade, and then you got O'Shea Jackson. They're all working together. It's all fun stuff. But it's really cool to watch what Tala – and, and Obi-Wan are doing in this scene. Mm-hmm. So Tala's identification codes, um, she takes those identification codes and is able to get access and talk at her access uh, or take her access as Obi-Wan swims his way into an entry point. So she unlocks that for him, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. She gets in past the guard. That dude was a tool. I can't stand him. <laughs> like, who do you think you are? Okay, hold on, time out real quick. That dude uh- was the Paul Blart of Star Wars. Like Interesting. he and not even in a fun way. That's every mall cop you've ever wanted to drop kick. You know what I mean? Like everybody's had that run in with that one security guy or girl who's way too big for their britches. And they are just like they think they're the cops like, no, 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 no I don't have to listen to you. You I know mean, what I he was mean?
1: Right. He was right. He, he was right, but he
0: was—he was a tool. Come on, it's a CO. Forget about it. You know, she's got the little uh, little chicklets on her shirt that say she's True. an officer. It's all good. Um, he was a jerk. Anyway, all right. Obi Wan avoids an Imperial probe droid, a seeker droid, is what that was called in the oh, episode. Okay. Yeah, okay. and I—I I was like, it's one of the Inquisitor droids. I was really yeah. stoked about that. And two stormtroopers uses the Force to create. A distraction, a la Alec Guinness, and A New Hope. Yeah, that,
1: that was very cool. This this definitely gave me some A New Hope vibes throughout, honestly, especially yes. when he did the whole, like, waving his hand to create a noise and, and the fact that it was two troopers exactly like it was in A New Hope. Great stuff. I do wish, though, just a, a, another parallel to Rebels. Kenobi mm-hmm. wouldn't have been cool if he actually threw one of those Stormtrooper uh, stuff on. Like, he dressed as a Stormtrooper to... It would have been.
0: It would have been neat if he
1: did it, but it would have given me Canaan vibes from Rebels. It would have. That's, w- that's why, it would have been, cool. been, been Kanan,
0: cool. Yeah, it would have been nice to get that Ralph McQuarrie concept art to actually finally become live action, where you have the stormtroopers with lightsabers and mm-hmm. those all those art pieces. But regardless, um, it, it was still neat. I actually would have had a problem with it if he put the Stormtroopers suit. Really? Why? Wow. I didn't. because he's wearing prequel garb Jedi stuff he looks sure. like obi-wan you know yeah. and it's like i don't but, predict that i predicted he would mean, wear alec guinness stuff but he looked more like obi-wan yeah. from the prequel so i was like he looks like a jedi i don't I want mean to you're think
1: right but i mean he he could have saved a lot of trouble if he just put some trooper stuff on and just walked casually there was Wouldn't no have time to worry about anything there
0: was no time leia was in danger <laughs> and uh rural farm Board tells us that the other pilot's name is sully okay there you go so thank you very much for that um all right um let's see where were we okay so We see Leia resisting to share information with Riva. Riva also lies to her by saying Obi-Wan burned to death on Mapuzo. So, Riva's not real good at her interrogation skills. Nope. Um, Clearly, she's a terrible inquisitor to not realize that one of the most force-sensitive people in the galaxy is sitting right in front of her and is able to resist her. Extracting this information from her. Mm-hmm. So it was like Reva sucks at her job. So then she thinks she can be the Grand Inquisitor.
1: Well, Leia's just that awesome.
0: It's, it's probably Leia's that <laughs> awesome, let's be honest. So um, Lola's taken by Riva. A lot of people are upset about Lola. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many, specifically, I've seen a lot of women. They're just like, Why Lola? Why Lola? Like, it's a it's a it's a CD case. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, anyway, Lola's taken by Reva. Then um, we get some more teases to Reva's past when re- referring to her old droid, which I was like, "Okay, cool." But Caleb, you also said this. I think in the notes, it was taken, or she said this, it was taken from me, like everything else. Caleb, let's let's dissect that real quick. Sure. What do you What are you thinking on on that line? What does that kind of <laughs> add to it for you?
1: Well, that that. <laughs> That was the moment there that I alluded to earlier that I felt like would have been a perfect flashback. I thought so too. Uh, And she also, then she sits down and she says, I know what it's like being alone saying, saying that to lay a second opportunity there. You could have, but again, it's going to come, it's going to eventually happen. Yep. They're just continuing to drop these little nuggets that I wish
0: that I would get this info. And you know, I just got to be patient. Little prediction tease for Tuesday. Then come back to see what we may think about that. All you listeners, because we may have some predictions about what we think may happen regarding yeah. this episode, specifically this moment. Okay. I actually have the opinion. We will get no more flashbacks at all.
1: No, I think we are. I think but we are.
0: I think we'll see. We're very opposite <laughs> today. I love it. <clears throat> okay. So Leia sets Riva off when saying she has to tell her, her father first regarding Jabeem and takes her for further um, aggressive questioning. So, and then, of course, before that, before Reva can hurt Leia Tala's distraction, called on by Obi-Wan, interrupts the whole situation. I saw some people talking about how that room where Leia is, mm-hmm. um, not the small one, the big one, that yeah. same room was in Fallen Order. So, Ooh. you know, yeah, I've seen a lot of cool parallels, people talking about how much Fallen Order was represented. I need to read that game.
1: It's been a minute.
0: I'm currently trying to revisit. It's just when you have a four and a half month old and a full-time job and a podcast on the side, you're like, when do I play video games? Yeah. <laughs> so eventually I'm going to finish, refinish that game. We've got John Hare over here saying, yeah, he wanted Kenobi trooper. I'm not surprised by that. Having learned what I've learned about John through all these shows is that I know he would have loved. Yeah. You definitely would have loved something like that.
1: Yeah. We, we definitely need to backtrack because we skipped over there. the the Tala. Obi-Wan kind of moments going throughout And their little mission Before the whole distraction Um, Tala whenever she gets into that room She takes out an Imperial officer that begins to question her presence there. Uh, This is one of those small things that bothered me because she goes back there and there's like this massive little scuffle and you can definitely hear it. You can definitely hear the comm link too. And all those other Imperials that are in that room just sit there. That doesn't really make sense to me. But hey, again, it's one of those small things, whatever, brush to the side. Um, But also kind of during all of this, this is when Obi-Wan discovers the massive drop in this episode Is the Jedi Tomb now? This Jedi Tomb features is it? I don't know how to pronounce the Jedi, yeah. His name there is Sanube, Sinub? Sanube,
0: Sanube, yeah. Sanube, yeah.
1: Uh, speculation on my end because they focus on a female for a hot minute. I put in the notes, I think that might have been Roken's wife that they focused in on for a hot second, potentially that'd be cool little connection to a character that they showed earlier Uh, and a youngling that hit Obi-Wan heavy, but a really cool, really cool moment, really cool scene. What did you think of the
0: Jedi tomb moment? I was taken aback by that to think that I always figured that when they hunted down these Jedi, they just, they killed them and that was it. I really thought for a second we would see the Jedi that was left on Tatooine from episode one uh, Mm. of this series. Um, I really thought that they would let him be in there somewhere and be like, oh, they picked him up and brought him here. And Obi-Wan would have like a moment with like, oh, crap, I could have prevented this. But true be told, he could have prevented a lot of things. But regardless, um, this moment, especially seeing Tara Sanube, I was immediately thrown right back in time. The first time I met that character Mm. and the first time I met him watching clone wars, I was thinking, man, I don't want anything to do with this guy. And then as that episode with him and Ahsoka goes on forward through clone wars, I actually grew quite attached to him. So Mm. when I see that he's now gone, I always kind of hoped he'd survived order 66, but seeing that he's dead and in this tomb, it's like, Dude, I, I can't believe such an important, to me, character <clears throat> didn't make it. Yeah. And it stinks for me as a fan. It's like, I like that guy. <laughs> and to see that that's the first Jedi that we lock onto, everybody who's seen Clone Wars and knows it, they're like, that's that dude. That's the guy in the library. You know, it's just everybody's going to know immediately. Mm-hmm. And I loved that connection. My favorite thing breaking this down, and I said this to Caleb off air, but... I really enjoyed how you can see that there's a timeline difference when each Jedi was killed because you can tell by their clothing. You can see that in different places, some of them have still had on their Jedi garb. That little young link still had on the hat, you know, yeah, he did. we saw an yeah. attack of the clones. So he didn't make it, but who killed him? It's just like, Oh, it's just, it's just a little dark, you know, we're, we're, Flirting real hard with that PG thirteen in this episode, and mm-hmm. that's what made this episode so interesting to me was the genre aspect of it. A Little uh, temple of doomish in in places, Ooh, and I, I like that. Liked that. I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, this is a heavy scene.
1: Yeah, it, and it was probably the most impactful scene, well, emotional impactful scene of the episode it's definitely not my favorite we're we're fixing to get to it but mm. very much so enjoyed this one just because of the deep canon connection to all of the awesome animated shows uh that we have here in Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. So continuing on that I guess that does get us to my favorite moment is the is is Kenobi saving Leia. Keep
0: going DJ. Keep going. So we have a couple of questions in the chat before we move forward regarding uh some things that Bling Bling is telling us. He asks, do we? Do you think the Empire will find the path? Caleb, what do you think? Do you think they'll find that path? I th-
1: bling, bling, come back on Tuesday. <laughs> come back okay. on Tuesday. All right, predictions all right. For sure. <laughs>
0: and he's saying, do you think it's mummified? I don't know if he means the path or the tomb. I think the tomb. I mm. could see that being a mummification situation, yeah. but... Yeah, I don't know how they're keeping preserved like that. That's and I don't
1: know if I want to know the answer.
0: (laughs) Well, then then you have to also ask that question with carbonite. Yeah, that's true. But this this didn't look too much different than carbonite, honestly. I think they're dead, but you know, whether or not they're mummified, I hope they're not mummified because that's just that's just scary. (laughs) That's a horror genre, and I hate horror. All right. So yeah, we're getting into Caleb's favorite parts, and honestly. Mine too. It's good stuff. So let's start off right here. Tala lies to Reva saying she has found evidence of where the path may lead and that Kenobi is actually on Florum. Now, real quick, it's known by the Jedi. Obi-Wan's got connections to Florum through a certain pirate named Hondo Onaka. Mm -hmm. He's from Florum. If she's been digging around in the Jedi archives or whatever, researching Kenobi, she would know that. So... Florum, perfect place to think of on the spot. Loved that from Tala. All right. Now, she may not know all that information Reva has, but still, I love that for all of us out here. Obi-Wan then kills two Stormtroopers, not one, but two, who were guarding Leia in the most epic way. All the spinny, fun lightsaber tricks that we've seen from the prequels all came into into motion during these moments. Obi-Wan and Leia trigger a probe droid, which leads... Uh, to an alarm sounding throughout the fortress, allowing Tala to avoid being interrogated, which again, don't you love it when timing works out in Star Wars? And then a stormtrooper, an officer, and a purge trooper catch up to Obi Wan and Leia, trap them inside a hallway. Due to just bouncing the blaster bolts off, one of the windows is cracked and forces Obi Wan to attempt to seal it shut with the force. Come on. <laughs> okay. Tala arrives to get Leia out of the hallway. God, I love Tala. I want the Tala action figure. She's awesome. Obi-Wan allows the water to break through as the troopers trapped inside the hallway begin to drown. I lost my breath watching this scene. I was... (gasps) Oh, they made, okay. I was, that was exactly what they wanted. And I, and I also hate underwater scenes because I feel like I have to <laughs> hold my breath anyway. So that was good job on you, on you guys over there making star Wars. Okay. Tala, Obi-Wan and Leia easily walk through a fortress in a disguise. Let's stop there, Caleb. Cause the rest of it's super heavy. Where, yeah. where are you thinking? What's your thoughts up to this point?
1: Well, for sure. Kenobi slicing those two troopers in the dark like that best scenes of the episode super cool uh kenobi also in the hallway really nice lightsaber twirls and and it's nice to see him back in action which kind of a critique of mine i guess is it's crazy that he's all of a sudden doing all this stuff after he just kind of burnt to a crisp a little oh, bit come on i mean i'm j- just being honest i mean he was in the back to tank for what five minutes and he's already it's, just doing it's
0: it? star wars it's all it's a space wizard. Let him do his space wizard I things. It. I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, I get. I sure. get where you're at, of course. And I've had these conversations with my dad specifically. He's like, I don't understand time in Star Wars. <laughs> and he goes, It's like no one ever sleeps. No one ever eats. You know, when are they actually? What when does a day pass? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and that's to your point. You know, well, five minutes
1: earlier in the episode too, you're struggling to move that little tiny whatever in the ship, and now he's just holding back tons of weight like maybe let's not not just act like that's lightweight water that he's holding back that's an entire ocean i think (laughs) it's kind
0: of it's one of those situations where like a mother rescues their children from a burning car yeah you know like (laughs) or it's a car that's falling into the river and that dude just like you know he's able to pull it out of the river before or like kind of like superman and man of steel obi-wan kind of had a man of steel moment and When the time was right, he, he was called upon and ready to go to action. it's just like, there's still something inside the guy, you know,
1: that's something too, that I put down. I I think Obi-Wan easily connects with the force when he's not thinking about it. Um, when he's thinking about it i think it, there's like a wall that he has built up but when it, he's just acting on instinct especially when that instinct is i gotta save leia it, it easily occurs so uh, i'm bringing up these critiques but giving my reasoning and rationale behind why i'm at the end of the day i'm not about bothered by them so that's, that's why, what i got yeah. going on here
0: <laughs> that's the perfect way to go about it because if you're not gonna you could rationalize it and then critique it and move forward. That's the best way to go about it. But I love that you said the word instinct. Who would have who who would have taught Obi-Wan to, re- to rely on instinct? Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon Jinn. Because you think about that pod race scene, man. He goes, feel, don't think, trust your instincts. Yeah. That's Obi-Wan in this moment. And he teaches Luke the same thing on the Falcon just moments after or before. I can't remember Alderon blows up beautiful yeah. symmetry 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 is not a word <laughs> symmetry <laughs> and imagery there you go there you go there I you made go. up a new word today symmetry did you, did
1: you end up stopping at the the disguise part I did okay the, I love okay. that
0: disguise Whew.
1: No, this <laughs> okay. I thought it was great. Come on. Come on, i I'm gonna tell you, gonna tell you why come I loved it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why I loved it. This was bad for me. This was bad.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Oh, it does not look good at all. It looks terrible. That's why I love it. Because it just oh, come on. I'm gonna tell you why I love it even more. Every stormtrooper is an idiot. <laughs> just,
1: yeah, I know. I know it's
0: so they're so stupid and that's why it's all it's like is obi-wan that great or are they just that dumb you know
1: they're that dumb i guess
0: lay a little peek out from the, the...
1: golly it's <laughs> it's so hard for fun. me to imagine that this uh, empire is taking control of the entire galaxy after seeing how they handle i know
0: this. <laughs> it's just listen it's just showing you don't just put anybody in charge okay you know i mean maybe the security guy should have been a stormtrooper i don't know but yeah oh it was hilarious that's that's why i loved it it was just so dumb it was great
1: oh man okay (laughs) go ahead and tell me that i can tell how much you hate it please release it i I mean i do i it it bothered me that they they just easily walk through there and they even walk by the inquis the two inquisitors and they no. don't even notice. I know it's great. And I understand that we have bearded imperial officers, but it's rare. And I'm I'm a guy and when I see somebody with a good beard, I notice them, especially it's if it's a job that there's rarely anyone that's bearded. I would notice this dude. He's yeah. got a hunchback of a side going on <laughs> here with two additional legs. Get out of here. This this is <laughs>
0: this is a group
1: that has control of the entire galaxy. No shot.
0: No oh, shot. I love it. And then and then people still wonder, how are they able to blow up the Death Star? (laughs) It's like, ain't that hard, buddy?
1: (laughs) Well, it's like, okay, so Uh, I guess I mean, is the Fortress Inquisitorius like the third most important landmark for the Empire after Death Star? Vader's castle is is the Fortress number
0: three. I mean, you could put Scarif in there if you want to. Yeah, you, you could. So it's top five. It's yeah. top five at least.
1: Uh, they only they must only have, like, top three security systems because they ain't got time for the fortress, apparently.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's kind of, I think the mentality is overwhelm them with sheer number. Therefore, you don't need a security system yet because everybody's going to be looking for something, you know? It just It's bad delegation is what it is. What we've learned is yeah. the Empire doesn't know how to delegate, and that's, that's pretty evident, I think, even within the ranks of the Inquisitors <laughs> in mm-hmm. the certain cases. We've had a few people come into the chat. So before we continue with the rest of the episode, I'd like to revisit it. Uh, Let's see. John Hare, Kenobi taking out the two troopers was unreal. And I loved it too. It was very Ahsoka uh, Mandalorian season two. I think I told Caleb that in a text message yesterday. Um, Good good stuff there. Good groceries. (laughs) Bling Bling Plays comes in and says, I think they do sleep as you can see in the clone wars the clones have beds okay obviously they take a nap it's like, I'm referring to how we can't really figure out time in star wars mm. yeah obviously they have time to sleep it's just like when do they is the question except yeah. that one time in attack of the clones obviously <laughs> um or it was two times in attack of the clones all right bling bling never trust the empire for security clearly yeah i mean we saw obi-wan last week blast a, a, a gate open it's fantastic and then, um, John is right on track with you, Caleb, not a fan of the disguise at all. And it said it took him out of the show. Oh, John, come on,
1: man. You're not alone, John. I mean, I was still engaged with it and having fun. Like I said, at the top, I still had fun with it because it's Star Wars, but you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs>
0: bling bling also said add coruscant as a landmark Ooh, yeah yeah,
1: that's top five too so that's has gotta be yeah so fortress probably rounds up the top five i'd have i to think guess. so yeah. they only yeah. clearly though they only have top three security or something like that
0: no i mean <laughs> it's like where what are you going to protect the most your death star plan uh this old senate building Maybe the fortress,
1: Vader's castle. But I feel like Vader's got that thing locked on a, on his own.
0: He's got it on his own. He's got that one guy that helps him put the armor on that we saw in Rogue ones. Here they are here. Lord Krennic is here, my lord. <laughs> that whole thing. That guys, a, I don't like that guy. I
1: love he's, that guy.
0: Man, he's a jerk. He's know,
1: better man. than any of the Imperials we get in this this episode.
0: <laughs> That's true. At least he knows how to go find Vader. I'm like, hey, so and so's here? <laughs> you ever have to go to your parents? Rowan is a kid, and you're like, someone's at the door, and you're like, Uh, oh, mom, dad, uh, so and so's here. Why are they? I don't know. <laughs> you ever had to do that? I had to, no. do, that a, I had to do that a lot. <laughs> okay, never mind then. Moving on. Um, all right, let's get uh, We're past the disguise, so yeah. here we go. Yeah, Reva is now with troopers surrounding her, uh, her block, the uh, the trio as they are preparing to escape. Okay, so we've got Leia, Tala, Obi-Wan, they're all kind of there, and we've got a bunch of people coming at them. That's yeah. when everybody looks up and goes, this dude has a massive growth underneath his trench coat. Oh, it's a child. Oh, that's the one we arrested. Got it. Point guns. Okay. It was that quick. It took him way too long. Um, okay. Then when all hope seems lost, Caleb wrote these notes. So he was clearly, he was in rider <laughs> mode today. When all hope seems lost two T 47 snow speeders, even though they're not actually on the snow this time, mm-hmm. come flying in to allow the trio to escape with one of the pilots being killed, Rip Wade by Riva. Yeah. with Which actually, that was pretty dope. That was very video game. It was cool. And I loved that. Yeah. It was very, very, um, what was it? Force unleashed. Mm-hmm. Very Fallen Order. Loved it very much. Yeah. That was good stuff.
1: I loved Riva in this, in this moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, lightsaber action, force using emotions there i felt like were definitely warranted at this moment Mm -hmm. uh loved reva in this scene again it was really just interrogation stuff that that threw me off but okay i got another complaint dj oh oh, no you're telling me out Uh of all of the canon that we have seen that the fortress doesn't have any form of naval security to know that these two ships are flying in (laughs) they had all these tie fighters hanging up in the hangar they're just there for decoration i guess it's a, it, this giant pyramid it's a christmas tree full of tie fighters
0: <laughs> it was that's a great that's a cool <laughs> christmas tree
1: i've never would that's another small critique that i you I know just move I, on and move on from but it, it didn't make sense to I me that, that, that they didn't alarm i, I know the alarm well they they the prison, actually they but, said
0: something about that in the beginning of the episode they're like it has no security. They actually say, I think the word really, I need I to go think back that and they watch say it for the fifth time, I guess. <laughs> I've only seen it once.
1: I've seen it four times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that they pretty much say, why doesn't it have better security? It's like, who's going to attack this thing? It's kind of like the, the thought, I think. And it's, it's like, yeah, why would you attack this? You know, because, I mean, if you know there's a bunch of Sith there, why would, and then the Empire's got all kinds of stuff that they're like messing around with trying to, I mean, you got, remnants of the empire post mando trying to replicate grogu's blood for whatever reason we still don't know why i mean some people yeah. assume it's palpatine and snoke and all that good stuff and then you got this stuff going on with inquisitors i don't know man like mm-hmm. i kind of I, I get like okay why is there no navy that it, it probably they probably need some ships floating around out there and, and just being ready for sure yeah but that may have been part of the plan anyway so maybe
1: i don't know Oh, because they do know. put
0: the tracker on Lola, which we're about to do. Right,
1: to. but I, yeah, I just, uh, okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> you're very strategic, and that's good that you're strategic. Yeah. You would be a good, you'd be good for the Empire. And is you know what what I'm
1: what? Another thought that crossed my mind, because I'm in the middle of reading the Thrawn trilogy, I'm actually in book two. Yeah. If this was Admiral Thrawn in the backgrounds of doing all this. You know what would end this entire yeah. thing? Just put in it put an imperial blockade on the planet of Alderon because that's where Kenobi's taking Leia anyway. Like end of story. That's if that true. was if there was Thrawn running this whole thing, there's no need to chase him around. We know where she's trying <laughs> where he's trying to get to with her. So that's true. Blo- blockade that planet, search every ship that comes through. You got him. That there's yeah. Admiral Thrawn's knowledge for you. <laughs>
0: but is he is he active in the Empire at this stage? In Obi um,
1: that's a great question. If he is, it's well, he's got to be active, but I know he's eventually soon going to be busy with that some, that some project. Thrawn, on the fall,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some of you Thrawn readers, let us know because I'm lost. I don't remember on Thrawn. Okay, here we go. Last couple of points for the show. Yep, and good stuff. Our boy Darth Vader, old DV, shows up, comes, comes storming in, and man, it was just, it's just good to see Vader. And doing yeah, it was. Vader's going to evade, you know what I mean? And he prepares to kill <laughs> – I learned that one like <laughs> nine years ago. Anyway, he prepares to kill Reva as he begins to force choke her. Holla, thank you. <laughs> Let Vader force choke somebody. I didn't care who it was, but we got to see it. It's good stuff, good groceries. I love it. He says these things, the following, you were warned what defeat would bring. I thought she was gone. I did, too. I thought she was gone.
1: I did, too. And I I, I really thought that it I thought, it, was it... I thought, too, because of its its six episodes, I thought it would have made sense story-wise, too, honestly. Because mm-hmm. yep. I thought, maybe, okay, maybe they're committing to this to the, where the last two episodes are about old Grandy coming back and yep. Vader taking taking the full stage. But, yep. nope.
0: nope. <laughs> Goes on to say, I will tolerate your weakness no longer. So... Shows that Vader may have been playing her a couple episodes ago. That's how I read it. Just trying to play her last episode. Oh, no, I think
1: this lines up exactly with what he said.
0: I mean, it does, but he notices he doesn't let on the weakness in the last episode. But in this episode, he does let on that there's a weakness.
1: I see what you're saying.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So he's like, maybe he was trying to play the chess game, so to speak. Yeah. Reva then reveals she put a tracker on the ship, which A, is her saving grace, but also... It would reveal the location of the network that Kenobi's working with. Mm-hmm. And, of course, where Kenobi is. And then he lets up. Seems I've underestimated you. He, he clearly has. And then Leia and Obi-Wan hold each other's hands. The internet collectively started bawling their eyes out. Yeah. And then it is revealed that the tracker is inside the droid. Yep. Lola. She now has red eyeballs. It's really sad. It would have been funny if she hadn't yellow eyeballs and we could have had Sith memes going with Lola. But oh man, (laughs) how funny would that have been? And that's the whole episode. And yeah, Caleb, let's this back half of what we just gone over, let's talk about that a little bit before we we get out of here for the day.
1: Well, I mean, at the end of the day, this entire episode, I feel like, was ultimately for that whole tracker being placed in Lola. Um, The emotions as far as the end there. It was it was pretty, pretty cool to to see, like, the whole hand holding. And it was like one of those moments where. Like, when I saw it, I could because, you know, the the hands of a kid are just so soft, like you could kind of sense that feeling while you were watching this scene. And it was beautiful. It's great. Yeah. Moment, great I
0: stuff. Love- I love holding my daughter and she's just now really starting to discover using her hands. And uh-huh. this past week she's learned that she has feet, which is hilarious to watch because she'll start, you know, kicking and grabbing her feet and stuff. But yeah. when you, when you get to, you put your thumb and she just does that, you uh-huh. know, and you grab the finger or the thumb, and you're just like, that's really cool. You know, like it's kind of hard to describe if you've never really experienced it, but yeah. it, it, when, when you have that feeling and it's your kid, Obi-Wan's essentially you know, an uncle, you know, to Leia. So it's, it's got to be a familial tie of sorts whenever she just does that. It's a sweet moment. It's an amazing connection to watching Luke on the Falcon after Obi-Wan dies in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, there's just parallels all over the place in this. And that's what I'm I'm just touching on them over and over again because of how uh, personally I'm looking for those things. I just love looking for the parallels. Yeah. But you're right cool moment it's and you're right the hand of a child when you hold a kid's hand it's just it's just a it's a very precious feeling uh, joseph,
1: joseph just brought a great point to me in the chat you're 100 oh. right because at this point the state of the galaxy this isn't a full empire correct yeah. uh, I mean, because that doesn't happen full. until a, a new hope though is whenever the the sentence completely wiped out correct
0: I guess you're right. Yeah, there's there's these little pockets of rebellion. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. So the empire is in full force, essentially, but there's still a Senate. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So so I'll read Joseph Todd's chat here that that makes me look like a fool uh, says the issue with putting the blockade would cause a galaxy wide rebellion because of blocking a major port planet with a mainstay senator. So it, there, there you go. I mean, post a new hope. Yeah, the blockade would work because the Senate has been wiped out. But absolutely, you're right there, Joseph. That uh, we can't really be doing that right now because of the political nope. landscape of the galaxy. So, thank you for for pointing that out and, and making me feel better about while, while we're doing this cat and mouse game.
0: <laughs> I love the cat and mouse game. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh no, I'm I'm loving it. I'm, I was just trying to again because I'm in the middle of that Thrawn trilogy. I was thinking in the, the Thrawn mindset and how he would handle. Yeah, it.
0: <laughs> of course. So I mean, why wouldn't you? But it, isn't that Legends story about Thrawn post Return of the Jedi? Yeah, it is. It is okay. That that's probably a part of the thinking there too. Yeah, I love what he said about how Palpatine is just trying to fly under the radar until the Death Star is built. Mm. I love that thought because it's something I don't often think about. And like every time I rewatch Rebels, I'm like, how come I haven't seen the Death Star yet? Oh, oh, that's why. You know, it's got a. It doesn't get revealed till Rogue One.
1: Well, I tell you something that's making me question that because I agree with everything we've gotten in canon so far. I think Palps is laying low, but yeah, that Bad Batch season two trailer that we got recently. We had mm-hmm. a, a new shot of Palpatine in the Senate. We did. So, I mean, right. we'll see. We'll see. But, yes, Joseph, you're right. Currently, I agree with you. Palps is definitely laying low for for good reason.
0: Yes. And then John Harris says, kind of wish that he had killed Reva. I think we kind of all were in that same camp. But they, he says, I think they still have uh, plans with her <clears throat> character do. development. Yeah, they do. They have to. Because there's a reason sure. she's made it this far. Yeah, I think Grandy I think would have killed her episode one if, it, if she really had been a major problem. Yeah. I mean, she's clearly a major problem for the Inquisitors. But getting to this point, something's going to happen. I'm still kind of banking on a Reva-Obi-Wan team up. Um, that's not a prediction for next week's episode. I'm just saying it's, it's something I think might happen. And yeah. I thought that from episode one.
1: Yeah, but- I, I've, I've thought that Riva could turn good but man i'm starting to feel like we might be running out of time just depends mm-hmm. on how long these last two episodes yeah, are if they are these 30 minute things no i don't if it does happen i don't feel like that would have been enough time to justify it but if they do go back to the whole 50 minutes 50 minutes these last two yeah. there's some time still if they if they want to redeem reva i think the that opportunity is there
0: it definitely i think is too yeah i'd have to agree with that
1: all right well i mean i don't I feel like I've gotten all of my small little critiques out there. Some of them, I had my own little rationale to make me feel better about some. I still don't know if I feel better about, but (laughs) then others, you made me feel slightly better about them. But Hey, at the end of the day, it's a star Wars project that I am extremely thankful that we're getting. Like we said at the top, Obi-Wan Kenobi is something that for so long we, everyone has been waiting for. And I feel like, the emotions with this are probably at an all time high. So that's probably why you're having all of this heavy critiques and things like that, because we all want this. Every single one of us, unless you're absolutely crazy, we want this to be absolutely perfect in every single way. And of course, if there's things thrown in there that that kind of derail that a little bit, obviously emotions are going to be running with that. So I kind of had to work through that for me personally with, with this episode. Like I said, though, still enjoyed it at the end of the day, but hopefully these next two episodes land and land beautifully. And I think I have hope because rebellions are built on hope that these last two episodes will be phenomenal and some of the best Star Wars to date. And of course, Mando Talk will be here to cover it. DJ, any final words you want to say about the episode or final things you want to say to the chat? Final things you want to say to
0: the listeners? Thank you, chat. Um, For those of you that weren't weird, but secondly... um, Seriously, guys, thank you guys so much for chiming in and talking with us. You add so much to our conversation and help us out a lot, too. 100%. So keep keep that coming. I almost thought this episode was going to be my favorite mm-hmm. thus far. And then I sat down and thought about it quite a bit. And I was like, no, it's not my favorite. But it, it had elements that I really thoroughly enjoyed. I think what's great about Star Wars is that if it seems lackluster, there are still redeeming moments. Yeah, that's true. And this episode certainly uh has those redeeming moments most of them center around uh, leia and obi-wan i think that's safe to say but Mm -hmm. when it's all said and done good episode good not great you know we can get we can do better and i think these last two episodes will so with that i'll just give a quick peace out Django. see y'all later
1: (laughs) nice all right until Tuesday predictions we will be doing episode five predictions on Tuesday of next week live at 6 p.m. Central so make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel so you can do that Uh, since Wikipedia or no other guests will be on with that one that one is going to be back to YouTube live exclusive but but obviously it'll be still on YouTube after we go live but it's going to be on that platform only so if you're a podcast listener make sure you try to be here Tuesday live at that time Uh, and other than that if you want to continue to talk to us about Obama one kenobi this episode follow us facebook uh twitter instagram tiktok at mando talk join our discord the link is in the description if you want to continue to have some more one-on-one talk with us and until next time as always we have spoken